The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs from our daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they remind us of the fun Christmas songs. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Just keep in mind, the government, the media, well, they remind us that some people need to get coal in their stockings. Ha! Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because every once in a while, this Jewish Christian just gets blessed. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. This is the key. This is everything you got to know. If you're trying to understand it, this is it. Here we go. We don't know what we're doing. There you go. <laughs> so, just as simple as you can get. I have no idea. No idea. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We just have no clue. And you know what? We don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, what's the best way not to be self-centered during the holidays? What's the best way to not be self-centered? What's the best thing that we can do? It's questions like that. If you want to reach out to us, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, have an opportunity now. Take advantage of it to reach out to us, to call us. I'm telling you, if you go outside your front of your house and scream as loud as you can, hey, David, I will not hear you. But if you call 972-445-0770, that's 972-445-0770, amazing things take place because you will be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite. Talking to Dynamite D is like getting the Christmas present you wanted to get. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. That is pretty good right there. Hey, if you want to text us, you can do that too as well during the show. We do our best to respond uh, as quickly as we can. It doesn't always go that fast, but we do our best. You can text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 
Oh, that was a good one right there. Bottom line is you can also reach out to us by email, david at hemustincrease.org. I just literally just now just did a refresh on my my, uh, very expensive Chromebook that's right in front of me, and it does work. It works rather slow, but it does work. It's there. That part's good. Also, we want to send you up to the website, bunch of things to tell you. Make sure you guys understand what's going on. Number one. Don't forget about our schedule. We have a modified schedule. So tomorrow and Thursday will be basketball. And let me tell you, for some of you, you could just do you do well just listening to a couple basketball games. It wouldn't hurt you. Okay? I'm just telling you. Then on Friday, we are going to do a replay because we weren't really sure where the basketball was going to come out. And so we decided to do a replay. And then we found out it was going to be 9 degrees. And then I thought, well, boy, howdy. <laughs> That's a good idea. So uh, we're going to be doing a replay on Friday. And then on Monday, we have our Christmas Day off here at the station. So it's going to be a couple of days without the David Spoon experience. Friday will be a replay. Monday will be a replay. Thursday and Wednesday will be uh, preempted, just so you can keep in touch. Plus... That information is not on the website, now that I think about it, but I probably should have put it up there. Uh, Also, though, on the website is an opportunity to give, which we find to be very important if we want to keep doing radio. (laughs) I don't know how to make that any more simple. You want us to keep doing radio? Help. You know, alphabet soup, and it's H-E-L-P in the alphabet. Help. That'd be great. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Uh, it's a stocking being filled up with dollar bills. Along with hot coals. Uh, along with hot coals? Oh, no. Then that'll burn up the money. Okay. Uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all ages and sizes. We're going to pray for people to have safety. Not everybody's going to be listening to us. People are traveling. People are coming in tonight. People are going out tonight. Uh, all these things are taking place, and we recognize that. So here we just want to do exactly what Ezra did, what Nehemiah did, and pray for traveling safety. So let's do that, and to make sure everybody has a nice holiday, let's lift it up in prayer with faith, believing that God not only hears, but answers prayers. He doesn't just hear, he answers prayers. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now with thanksgiving and praise in our hearts. First, we thank our God. That's what Paul said in Romans. And we just are so thankful for all of these wonderful things, all of these wonderful gifts. And yeah, it's a kind of a celebration amongst man, but Lord, we love you. And we worship you, and we honor you, and we thank you and praise you. And what we pray for is our audience, that there could be traveling mercies for people that are going in whatever element of transportation, by plane, by car, whatever the case may be, keep people safe. The angel of the Lord encampeth about them that fear him. So we just ask for that very thing to take place, and that your angels would protect your people, and that the traveling would be smooth and simple and easy, Lord. And that people, Lord God, would enjoy a few moments. Instead of being so stressed, everybody's so stressed all around, that there should just be the understanding of the greatest thing, and that is the gospel comes to fruition through your gift of Jesus Christ. There is peace with God through Jesus. 
Hallelujah, Lord. We just ask that you would allow that peace to penetrate all of our hearts and minds and enable us, Lord, to be focused on you. Holiday's fun, but it's about you. And we just lift our hearts before you. We pray unto you. We thank you. We worship you. Lift it all up before you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay. All right. Now we're rocking and rolling. Got our prayers going. I want people to be safe. Now we're going right into the book of Matthew because you know what? We do this funny thing on this show besides uh, all the other weird stuff. We do some teachings. Uh, we try to. Anyway, here it is. I want to go back to something because I didn't spend a lot of time on it. I know you're thinking this is kind of a weird thing to teach on Tuesday before Christmas. It's like, yeah, well, that's what the Word of God is. You go where, you go where it leads you. So we're picking it up in Matthew chapter 8, verse 28. When he came to the other side, the region of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men met him as they came out of the tombs. They were so violent that no one could pass that way. Suddenly they shouted, What have you to do with us, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before our time? And a long way off from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. If you drive us out, the demons begged him, send us into the herd of pigs. All right, let's stop right there. Get a handle on some of this. The uh, idea of demonization scares a lot of Christians. I understand that, but it's biblical, so there's no point in running away from it. That's number one. Number two, these gentlemen were demon—these two guys were demon-possessed. There's a difference between possession and demonization. Possession is when a person loses all ability to have any kind of, uh, you know, stand against position. They've lost that ability. The majority of the time when Scripture talks about demons, it talks about demonizing, which has more to do with influence. For example, when Judas was directed by Satan, that was a demonization, not a possession. So I want you to understand that because of this reason. Okay, people need to make certain distinctions and Christians can be influenced by the wrong influencers. You think, well, how is that possible? Well, most of the time those influences come through false teachers. But I want you to be aware that in that demonization process, this is why the scripture says, submit yourself therefore to God, resist the devil and he will flee. The more we are submitted to God, the more we are surrendered to God, the more we are yielded to God, the less room and opportunity there is for the enemy to find an opening in us. And take advantage of it, just so you can understand. I want you to really grasp this. Jesus said, the enemy is coming. He has nothing in me. What does that mean, he has nothing in me? What does that mean? It means that there was no point of sin in the life of Jesus Christ that Satan could take advantage of. Can you say that? Can you say that? There's no sin in your life that Satan could take advantage of. Because if there is, that's an opening for the enemy. That's why the scripture says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Because the more surrendered we are, the less space there is for the enemy to take advantage. Isn't that wild? It's just like, wow. That's, that's got to do with Christmas? You bet. Because one of the reasons that Jesus came, one of the key reasons that Jesus came, was to break the power of the devil in our lives. And how we give the devil the ability to input and to influence and to demonize us is through the process of sin. And because of Jesus Christ, we've been redeemed from sin, and we don't have to live in sin. But when we do commit sin, we're 
we're opening doors that don't need to be opened. And you're probably thinking, that is not the normal Christmas message. That is the Christmas message. That we have been delivered from the enemy, we've been made right with God through Jesus Christ, and we no longer have to live as slaves to sin, and we are no longer bound to that, and by the grace and the mercy and the kindness of God, we can stand apart and be free. Free from the slavery of sin. It's like, hallelujah! But we need to be aware, we need to be in tune, we need to be in touch that we need as much of the Lord as this. this is one of the reasons why it says be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there's no room for sin to be active. We're shutting down the openings. And that's an important part of what the gospel is all about. He saved us from the penalty of sin. He's saving us from the power of sin. And when we get to glorification, he will save us from the presence of sin. That's what justification, sanctification, and glorification are all about. Woohoo! You are free! And those bondages that people in, they make their their backs bend over. They're like heavy weights that you carry on them. You don't have to carry any of that stuff. Because Jesus has come to set the captive free. Get it? Ooh, liking that, huh? All right, folks, we're going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? What the issue is, is this guy hears the gospel from Philip. And in that presentation of the gospel is baptism. That is not not negotiable in the sense that there's no way you can remove that. And he responds by saying, I want to be part of this family. I want to be connected to this. I hear the good news. I want the grace and the mercy. I want to do whatever it takes to show my response, not just to you, Philip, but to the entire world. I'm a Christian. And that's what baptism does. And 
while I think it's dangerous to say if you're not, you can never get in because I don't believe that's correct. I also think it's dangerous to say nobody needs to do it. That's incorrect too. Your baptism is an open proclamation of an inward work. Don't you ever forget the Lord requires that. If you've never been baptized, get baptized. Don't, don't, oh, we're going to do it right this way. Arrange to get baptized. That's it. If you've never done it, you should do it because it's a declaration of your faith. That's the response to the gospel. You're saying by identifying going down and up, in baptism, the end of you, the beginning of him in you. Okay. That just seems like a doesn't even seem like that's complex. I think everybody should just go, yeah, okay, got it. Amazing grace. How sweet. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770. The Truth Station. That's K double A man seven seventy. The Truth Station here in Texas. Well, I really get going when I start talking about sin and Satan and that whole thing. It's a trick. That's the thing that drives me crazy that people don't get. The whole thing is a trick. The trick is if he can convince you that what you're doing is not that bad and is sinful, then he can get you in that direction and then he can influence. It's like it's like a, he's he's not. He doesn't own property in your life. He trespasses. And not to remove him is stupid. So we should do better than that. Here's your first trivia question. You can remove him. That's what the redeeming work of Jesus Christ did for all of us. Uh, Here's a question from Revelation, from the book of Revelation. Name the tree that bore its fruit every month from the book of Revelation. It was called the tree of? Okay. There you go. There you go. Give you a little while. Give people a chance to figure that out. Uh, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Let's do our DNA, which is something that we exist off of and live in. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day, every day you want to spend time with the Lord. Every day, you want, it doesn't. I don't care how much. Just spend some time with the Lord. It could be two minutes, twenty minutes, two hours. Just spend it, so that you have the consistent habit of hanging out with the Lord. And never be ashamed of Jesus or His words. Never be ashamed of Jesus or His words ever. Luke nine twenty six said that Jesus said, "If you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you." Don't do that. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means that just exactly what we asked you in the very beginning, what's the best way not to be self-centered during the holidays? That answer is straightforward, just in this. Be ready to serve. Be a person who is aware that other people have needs and you may be able to help. Say to the Lord, here am I, send me. That's what you got to do. That's the DNA. Okay, here's your next hint or your hint, because some people are like, I don't know that trivia question. That's a tough one from Revelation. Name the tree that bore its fruit every month. The answer is it's the tree of, and the only hint I'll give you is that it is also a cereal. Is that good? It's also a cereal. Is that a good one? That's a good hint. Come on. You guys can figure that out. 972-445-0770. 
Also, 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at he must increase.org. I will say that Joanne and Cordelia got the pow pow. Let's see if they can do pow pow everyone on this one. That'd be a good one. Okay. That'd be pretty good. All right. Uh, a couple things to remind you about. Don't forget about the schedule. Don't forget uh, to be praying for one another. That's really important. And one of the weird, really weird things that I, I was praying about when I was driving in uh, it was a typical typical drive. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But when I was driving in, is you know, it'd be really interesting if we all did this. It, it, like, if you prayed during this next like week or whatever to be a blessing. Listen to this idea. Pray, ask the Lord. A, a Lord, allow me to partner with you to be a blessing. Wouldn't that be just phenomenal if people prayed that? Like, instead of to be a pain in the tush. Instead of that. To be a blessing. That's a great thing to pray. So I really encourage people to do that. Uh, give that some opportunity. I want to make sure uh, you you enjoy the holidays, but never misunderstand what these holidays are really supposed to be about. If you have extra time, you, you have got to be sure you got to spend time with family, but you got to spend time with the Lord. You have to. Okay, I mean, this is what, what it's all about. Jesus is the reason for this and any other season. So let's keep that straight, too. Uh, if you think you know the answer to the trivia question, which is from Revelation, name the tree that bore its fruit every month. It's called the tree of, and then you have to fill in the blank, and then the uh, hint was it's also a cereal. 972-445-0770. Uh, you can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at he must increase.org. I want to go back to this text. I know it's not a normal text for me, but this is the first 30 minutes. We'll do our Christmassy stuff in the last 60 minutes. But I want you to catch this, and I just want to make a statement that will be semi-controversial, but not uh, won't freak too many people out. This is when Jesus goes to the other side. So he's not in his hometown. He's in the region of the Gerardines, not where he's hanging out, not the house that he's at, somewhere where he doesn't have a house. Two demon-possessed men come up, and they meet him there. They're so violent that nobody could pass by. So they shout, verse 29, What do you have to do with us, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before our time? So I know that you guys know that there are there is a massive increase in satanic worship taking place in our own country. You should know that. They're trying to get approval for Satan clubs at, at schools, all that stuff. And nobody should be surprised that when a nation falls into sin, this is the kind of stuff that comes out. Okay, nobody should be shocked or surprised. It'll be by the grace of God that He doesn't, you know, doesn't judge the nation harshly. We, I think, we all are aware of that. You know, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Consequently, blessed is not the nation whose God is not the Lord. <laughs> I, mean, I think we can figure that out. But what I want you to understand is this: whatever the Satan worshippers say, just bear with me here, because. I remember when I was first a Christian, they were like, oh, this person wrote the, the, the Bible for Satanists and da da, da 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 The reality is that Satan and his minions already know their end is coming. 2,000 years ago, the demons go, have you come here to torment us before our time? They know they're going down. 
There's not, it's not an issue. It's not a question. Nobody's sitting there going, gee, is this going to change? Is this going to go different? You know, the people who are Satanists are like, we will be defiant. It won't happen that way. If that's the case, then just let's just say, just ask one question. If Satan is so powerful, why is he stuck on earth? <laughs> He's certainly smart enough to build a spaceship. Humans can do that. Humans can go to other bodies in the sky. Humans can go to the moon. We sent something to Mars. Why doesn't he go to Mars? Because he can't. Why? Because he's limited. He's restricted. He needs to have permission. One of the things that Job gives us is, hey, where you been, Satan? Uh, roaming to and fro the earth. Because he can't go anywhere else. And here the demons are like, are, are you going to wipe us out before our time? And we, we know the time's coming. Are you going to do this now? So I'm just saying this so that everybody who's a Christian will just take a deep breath. Who's in charge? God is in charge. Who runs the universe? God runs the universe. And so they all were Satan worshipers and all those people are like, we'll be defiant. We'll be defiant. They already know they're losing. They've already lost in that capacity. Have you read the end of Revelation? They lose. We win. Yay. And my point in bringing that up is just remember who is bringing about the victory. There is only a few things the Lord will allow for his purposes alone. Otherwise, the enemy and his minions can't do anything. They're stuck. And I just want to say it. I got to be careful saying this. And somebody told me to be careful saying this. So I'll say it very carefully. Everybody has to follow what the Lord commands. Even the rebellious are stuck in their situations to some degree. And if somebody is a rebellious lackey for the Lord, then they will remain that way until he drops them into the lake of fire. <laughs> Sorry. That's not my, I didn't create this stuff. I can just read. So instead of being fearful as Christians, we ought to be like, who cares? The truth prevails. Nothing will stop the truth. Cultures change. Kingdoms change. Government changes. The truth never changes. God is in charge. He rules the universe. And it doesn't matter what any of those other people say because they're wrong and we win and ha-ha. That's real mature, huh? Ha-ha. Anyway. All right, back to the question, the trivia question. Uh, boy, I'm going to be talking about Mary in the next portion. It's just so funny how we're going to the different uh, portions there. True or uh, wrong one? Uh, what was it? Uh, from Revelation, name the tree that bore its fruit every month. And that would be the tree of life. The tree of life, which is also a cereal, life cereal. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. Okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You know, it's not just the audience that needs stuff. Sometimes the host needs a little bit of a, you know, a little Tell bit. Tell me the show's all about you. Well, this segment is. <laughs> okay. It's not about the show, but I would say this segment, and it actually has a title for the DDD. It's called Joke Time. Is Christian humor allowed in teaching? We've actually had complaints. You know, oh, you can't teach the gospel and use humor. 
That's why Jesus called uh, James and John the sons of thunder because it wasn't a humorous quip. You're right. Uh, pretty bad exegetical process, but let's look at it. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Proverbs 17, 22. A joyful heart is good medicine. A joyful heart is good medicine. You've heard that before. That's not new. You know that's the case. But what happens is people take these unique interpretations in Scripture, and they think that it applies to all processes. So somebody actually said to a member at our station, you can't use levity in the gospel proclamation because Paul says you can't do it in 2 Corinthians. And then it's like, eh, wrong answer. This is why we do the thing called read. That's always fun. And uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7 says this, in case you were trying to figure out where did that word levity come from. It's only in one translation. It's actually never used in any other capacity. But here is what he was talking about. Was I fickle when I intended to do this? Or when I made my plans, did I make so in a worldly manner in the same breath as to say yes, yes, and no, no? The only time that the potential word levity is used is when Paul is talking about meeting with the Corinthians. And the one interpretation you could use is, was I using lightness? It's not really the word for levity, just in case you're wondering. But was I used, did I use lightness when I made my plans with you? In other words, was I kidding around when I made plans to come see you? No. That's what Paul said. Not, you can never use humor. So whoever kind of swapped those two together really needs really needs to like relax. I think that would be the key. And then for those that are just curious, you know, when the gospel talks about, this is kind of one of those classic things, when the gospel talks about making declaration and the foolishness of preaching, the word is moria, moria, from which we get the word silliness. So Paul's like, yeah, preaching the gospel for the Greek people and for the Jewish people in large, it's kind of like a silliness thing. Yeah, that's what he said. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.